listening to Married to the Ministry, which is part of the Love Worth Finding podcast network. If you are a pastor's wife looking for encouragement or for practical wisdom on how to manage all the challenges of your role with a smile on your face, we're so glad you're here. This is your host, Janet Addison, and I'd like to help you embrace truths and delight in your ministry life. I've just made some yummy hot tea, so why don't you grab a cup and let's chat for a while. It's hard to feel connected to the people at church, especially if you haven't been there very long. Or when your congregation's growing so fast, you can't keep up with everybody. If you could use some creative ways to connect with your church family, I'm going to share three ideas that have helped us engage with our new flock. If you want to build deeper connections within your ministry, I hope this conversation will spark your imagination and help you click with members of the choir if your husband's the worship leader or students in the youth group or maybe, you know, women's ministry or like me, the whole church family. This episode is part one and my fourth idea is going to be explained later in part two. So be on the lookout for that episode. When Greg and I were called to our current church, we already had the camper loaded for a big road trip out west that we had been planning for quite a while. Um, The job kind of came Unexpectedly, I guess. So so the church agreed to, you know, let us go on our trip and they would see us when we got back. So we traveled for several months before starting the new job. And while we were traveling, you know, it was a road trip. So we had lots of car time, lots of windshield time. So Greg and I had lots to talk about and our church was coming out of a pretty difficult journey. So we we're really uh, wanting to, you know, help them complete the healing process. They were very excited about us coming, and Greg hated for that excitement to lose momentum while we were gone. And we were also interested in, you know, going on and starting building relationships with people while they were waiting on us to get back. So the Lord gave me kind of an inspired idea, I thought, to make travel video devotions. We were going to lots of wonderful national parks and national monuments and, you know, out west where God just really showed off in uh, his creativity. Some of the most beautiful vistas and, you know, rock formations and just just gorgeous scenery. And so we decided that as we were traveling from place to place, we would find different spots that would remind us of either a Bible passage or spiritual concept or something. And then we'd take turns um, sharing and filming, and we would just give a little short, you know, four or five minute devotion about what the Lord had revealed about himself or reminded us about a truth in his word while we were at these particular locations. We were not uh, prettied up for these things. You know, it was very windy out there. So we were kind of uh, windblown looking and I never had makeup on. And we were usually wearing hats and sunglasses and, you know, a couple of layers because it was uh, it was chilly in places. But, uh, you know, we had fun. We had fun making them. We had fun planning them. And the hardest part of it actually was finding a moment where people weren't walking by. So sometimes we'd have to start and then stop as a 
a, another group of hikers walk by or whatever. But um, after, you know, we just, we didn't have any special equipment. We just did it on our iPhones. And when we were finished, we uploaded the video files to our church Dropbox account. And our media guy would post them every couple of days on the church Facebook page. And if you want to see some of those videos, I'm going to include a couple of them in the blog. Uh, so there'll be a link for that in the show notes. But these moments gave us a way to start, you know, speaking into the lives of our new congregation. And it gave them a glimpse kind of into who we were on a personal level. And that opened the door for building relationship while we were gone. And you could do something very similar where, where you are for, you know, whatever group that you have a heart for uh, connecting with. Uh, you don't have to be on a big trip. Uh, you don't have to be out of town at all. You could drive around your own city and make little things like this or even, you know, walk around your church or your, you know, community, whatever. Lots of different ways you could modify this. But the video devotions were a big hit. And they were a good way just to start building some connection between our church family and us as the new pastor and wife. While we were traveling, we also, Greg was planning what his first sermon series was going to be. And he decided he was going to start teaching on the goodness of God on Sunday mornings. So I had the idea. Again, I feel like it was the Lord inspired me to do this because we'd never done any of these things before. But I am a Spotify addict. I absolutely love listening to music and I love making playlists, and I do that on Spotify. So I thought, why don't we build a Spotify playlist that goes along with the theme of goodness of God? So while we were traveling, we'd be hunting songs and playing different songs and praying through, you know, what would be a good um, good song to, to connect with people. And I tried really to include, you know, some hymns or some older songs, as well as even some kid songs that kind of encompassed just the whole concept, how good the Lord is to us. And since I have a premium account with Spotify, it lets me share a playlist with somebody else through a link or a QR code. So we printed the, the code in the bulletin. And if you want to listen to my playlist, I'll also add that to the show notes. When we started at the church, uh, the very first Sunday when Greg was starting that series, he called me up on stage with him and told everybody that, you know, I'd made this playlist and he let me explain how to use it. And afterwards, you know, for weeks afterwards, people would come up and they just really expressed appreciation that that I put that music list together for them. I think they were very touched that um, while we were gone, you know, that really showed we were thinking about them. And it's something that I literally made for them that they, they weren't expecting. And it was it was a real blessing for them to be able to listen to the music during the week. And it was a cool thing for our church to experience as a church family that we were you know, most of us were listening to these songs throughout the week that reinforced what Greg was sharing from God's Word on Sunday mornings about the goodness of God. 
And I would like to stop for a moment and just say this episode of Married to the Ministry is sponsored by the Treasures from the Word section of the Love Worth Finding app. Each day, Pastor Adrian Rogers shares 90 seconds of profound truth from God's Word that you can think about throughout your day. So I'll put a link for that in the show notes as well. The third idea I had for connecting with our church family when we you know, we're, we're fairly new, was kind of, I, I kind of stumbled upon it by accident. Greg and I had started a, a young married Sunday school class. And because we're really trying to uh, build into the young families in our community and, and reach the, the young families that were in our church. So we started a Sunday school class and I wanted to offer some kind of a Bible study option for our ladies in the class. But, you know, most of them have jobs and most of them have kids and most of them are, are exhausted all the time. And I, I hesitated to put the uh, another burden on them. Plus, I was still getting used to being a pastor's wife again because we'd been out of the pastorate for about nine or 10 years. And I didn't want to overwhelm myself with putting the burden on me to come up with a a Bible study to do, you know, one night a week or whatever. So I decided to share with them something that had been a blessing to me in the previous city we had lived in. Before we moved to Fort Smith, I had been going to a Bible study with a friend in uh, Nashville, where we were living at the time, a church on the other side of town. My friend and I were not even members of that church. Every spring and fall, they'd have a eight-week Bible study lesson that they invited people in the community to attend. So every Wednesday morning, Julie and I would drive across town and attend this Bible study, which was free. And there was no workbook, which means there was no homework. So it was it was kind of awesome. So we'd go to the, the to the lecture and then we would go to lunch and talk about what we learned. So I thought, well, oh, and, and the church had started um, releasing their teaching videos on their YouTube channel because of COVID and so many people couldn't come in anymore. Um, so they were they were still doing that. So when I got to Fort Smith, I thought, well, I'm just going to share that link with the ladies in my Sunday school class. And then after a couple of weeks, I'll plan a get together and we can, we can just talk about the things we've learned. And I was very surprised by how many of the ladies in our class really took to that. And lots of them would listen to it while they were driving to work or, you know, doing laundry or you know, one girl told me it took her like every 15 minutes every day to, to, to get through it. They really liked that. And it gave them an opportunity to go deeper in the word, kind of participate in a Bible study. But again, there was no homework. So they didn't have the burden of additional homework. They could listen to it on their own schedule. And it gave us something to talk about amongst ourselves while we were getting to know each other since it was a new Sunday school class. And of course, best of all, it was free. <laughs> and I've since discovered other studies that work in a similar manner with free teaching videos or, you know, email lessons and uh, students can maybe buy a workbook off Amazon. If you're interested in some of these types of studies, just drop me an email and I'll be happy to share that information with you. And did you happen to notice that all three of these ideas involve technology? I wasn't going to put that in the title because I didn't want to scare any of you off. But, you know, what an awesome age we live in with so many techie tools and media platforms that churches can use to spread the gospel 
or to disciple our people. And most of it is free and easy to learn. And our church has a large population of senior saints, and many of them just just really were happy to join right along and listen to the playlists. And um, they enjoyed learning how to use some of these new apps and, you know, discovering modern ways to communicate. They enjoyed that. And, you know, for my part, the effort that it took me to do these things wasn't very burdensome. I felt like, you know, it just didn't take a whole lot of my time up front. And I enjoyed hunting for the songs. And we enjoyed thinking up creative ways to in places to do these little video devotions. You know, in the Bible study, I, I literally just emailed everybody the link every every week. So it didn't add to my burden, but it was an easy way to make really lasting connections. And the link to our people, you know, has lasted. Um, They felt like they knew their new pastor and wife, even if they hadn't really met us in person yet or didn't bump into us in the hall very often. So from a relationship efficiency standpoint, if you will, these uh, platforms for communication really provided a win-win for all of us. So, do you have ideas starting to bloom in your mind? Can you dream up creative ways that you can connect with people in your ministry? I hope you'll try one of these things I've shared and, you know, go to Instagram or my blog or whatever and leave a comment and tell me how it goes. Some of you might be thinking, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, that, that doesn't sound like anything I'd be comfortable doing. And that's okay, too. You know, we all have different strengths and different church environments and different resources that God has, you know, given us. And there's certainly no set way to reach people. But uh, I do want to leave you with this verse. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. Friends, my prayer for you today is that you understand the creator God of the universe planned you and made you specifically as a unique creation with the destiny of good works that he wants you to do in the place of ministry where he has put you. So let me encourage you to walk in those good plans that God has prepared for you. Don't you just love the personalness of God's word. I sure do. So thanks for hanging out with me today, friend. I hope I've stirred some creative juices for you and uh, be watching for part two soon. And in the meantime, keep loving Jesus, loving your husband and loving your people. 